cult of Gesh cast the show where we stop to savour abhorrent behaviour. I'm Gavin. I'm Philip. Philip, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good, Phil. I've got a, I've got a request for you. What's that? Tickle me. It's fun. It's fun. We're bringing that back. It's time. It's, it's been time. a long time. We keep meaning to bring it back. We keep forgetting. But now it's back. Tickle it's, me. It's fun. I thank thank God it's back. <laughs> it feels good that the fact that it's back. Oh, what a show. Yeah. What a lot to talk about. We've already like Phil, don't want to get into cult status, cult status right now. Uh-huh. But the cult is growing. Yeah. We're getting We're a, lot of, a lot of new uh, Patreon subscribers, mm-hmm. which means a lot of people are going from pre-initiate to initiate, from PI to I. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an exciting time to be a part of a cult. What is, we don't want to get into stats too early on, but like, if you had to akin it to a certain level of freedom that has, has gained us, mm-hmm. what would you say it is now? What are we able to do with that, that power? It's the jump from doing, like maybe you're one, like a singer, yeah, uh, who's doing local clubs and pubs? Yeah, to perhaps uh, an X Factor appearance. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. Like an audition level appearance. Yeah, an audition level appearance. We're not going to say how they're going to do, but we made it to the game. We made it to the game. Exactly, we made it to the big game, and uh, I think it's exciting. It means that we're going. A one boom, more money's coming into our coffers. Oh yes, our influence is growing. The Queen is in her counting house, counting up her money. Exactly, we've got her in there right now, counting all this money up to seventy pounds. <laughs> Can't you cow? <laughs> you don't say that to her, it's the Queen. No, no it's the Queen. Well, I'd have no respect for the damned Queen or Lizard <laughs> Queen. But uh, okay, so no point in messing around, Phil. Yeah. Cult status. What this, what's this show all about? Right? Yeah. Can we explain that to the people? Let's explain it to them real brief. Okay. Phil and I became legends on Twitter. That was said clearly by all of you. It was in a poll, people voted, and the result was that we are legends. Yeah, we used that legendary status to create a cult. And every episode, we're going to look at a new cult, and we're going to take the best, uh, whatever their best feature is, their best yeah. idea, and we're place going to skim it into the cream from the crop yeah. of a dirty lot. Yes, that's nice. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we're going to make sure that that goes into our cult uh, rule book, uh-huh. the the rule book that we all live by, or you all live by. It's there in the plinth. <laughs> well, yeah, this is something that we spent a lot of your Patreon money on. Is the, the plinth. plinth? The plinth is good. It's hardwood, sandalwood. <laughs> that sandalwood plinth it is that good wood? Amazing. The sandalwood good wood? Is it even wood? <laughs> I don't know. I know it's a smell. How about this? Let's have a cork plinth. Okay. That'd be good one. It's got a, a, a bit of give. That's good. It's got a bit of give. Uh-huh. You could cut bits off it if you want. Regardless of what it is, we'll get somebody in to look at it and tell mm. us what it is. Do we have any skills on our current roster that would help us with building a plinth? Ladder, if it's high. Mm, that's true. Uh, and roller skates to get to it faster I suppose to get it out of the way I mean we do have our cult skills list here uh-huh. uh, We Usually we would send out uh, We'd speak to someone who from the cult You know we'd get them out on, on Skype yeah. And we'd ask them our usual five questions mm-hmm. um, Well we're going to do that this week And uh, honestly we just got a bit bored with the idea Do you <laughs> know what it is? We've got a lot of skills up on the board currently mm-hmm. uh, We haven't used any yet And I don't want to end up with too much skills and not utilising those skills. So yeah, when you've what got... we need to do is endeavour to start using those skills that we have in the yeah, backlog. You're right. Start moving them across the Kanban. <laughs> <laughs> the old cult Kanban. Yeah, move them from in progress to done. Ideally. Ideally. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so in the future, we're going we're gonna to look into a way that we can get your skills. Yeah. And what's stopping you, all that stuff. We're going to try and find a more engaging way to do that. We need to be more engaging. We're trying to be more engaging. Um, the compound at the moment... Mm-hmm. Is it's cold. It's starting to turn to winter. It's nippy in the compound. It's a bit chilly. Um, NITC. Huh? It's NITC. It's nippy in the compound. (laughs) 
That's what all they're saying. That's what they're saying. All the, the initiates. It's good that you're listening to them because I'm not. Good cop, bad cop, isn't it? I guess so. I think, genuinely, if you were to say who was going to be the good cop and bad cop of Cult of Geshcast, yeah. I mean, I don't take this the wrong way, Phil. Yeah. But I think you would be the cruel bad cop. The cruel mistress on yes. high. Yes. You'd be the trunchbull of <laughs> Cult of Geshcast. <laughs> and you'd be Miss Honey? I don't know. That's the only thing I know from Matilda, other yeah. than the name Matilda. <laughs> and, of course, Chocolate Cake. Maybe. There's something to do with... No. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Well, very quickly. A little bit, a little bit. Okay, Cult of Geshcast. Cult of Geshcast. Building the world's greatest cult out of crap. Right, we're ready for... Uh, we're going to tackle cult status in an entirely new method, Gavin. We're tightening up yep. what we're doing here today. Um, we're going to go through the previous rules and indoctrinations that we've taken under our uh, advisement added to the book. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have 15 seconds to go through them all. We're gonna, we've decided we're going to do it in 15 seconds. Okay? Arbitrary number? Arbit- absolutely arbitrary. Hell. Okay, so I'm going to call it the name of the cult. You tell us what we took from it, okay? Go for it. Starting now. Heaven's Gate. Shoes. Scientology. Cash. Manson Family. Influence. Star Trek. Friendship. Elm Shinrikyo. Merchandising. Seven seconds that took us. It's like a second. Seven seconds <laughs> away. We... Gave ourselves 15 seconds, yes. which we thought was a tight schedule, and we did it in under half of the time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's ridiculous to think about how good we are at this. <laughs> we, and, think, and, like, I mean, that's to show you the stability that you're going to get in our cult, mm-hmm. the ingenuity that we're bringing to the table, mm-hmm. and the brain factor waves. The thing is, we are setting a high bar, but we are flying so much higher. Absolutely. We aren't just setting the bar Gavin we, we are, are the, the bar. bar okay now <laughs> it's very important that we move on to our topic yes now the episode we're looking at today uh huh the gang we're looking at the cult we're looking at the cult slash gang that we're looking at Phil do you want to say the name get the pronunciation down pat or it's your ass yeah yep Los Maras Salvatrojas <laughs> How about that? Do you know it's weird that we said Los Maras Salvatrujas uh-huh. for years when we talked about this gang? Yeah. And in every single instance of media, folk were just like, Mara Salvatrucha. <laughs> <laughs> That's because American people, when they say things, mm-hmm. they don't take in the flourish. So do you think it... Well, I don't, I was Americans worried. only like to put their own stank on things, like putting Zs into words that don't exist. Yeah. Or Taking out the H from herbs. That's a good one. Yep. Yep. I hate them. <laughs> uh, okay, so this episode we are looking at Mara Salvatrucha, uh-huh. uh, MS13, the world's most dangerous gang. Filthy. Absolutely. And some might say, hey, that isn't a cult, it's a gang. And to those people, we say, fuck a pipe, because Cult of Geshcast decides what to cover and how to cover it. And if you're not happy with that, chew crap. <laughs> That's a wonderful new tagline. You can simply chew crap. Just chew crap. <laughs> we pick what the eggs are in this show. Exactly. The eggs are picked clearly from the carton in this case. Uh, and as a cult, you know, they've established, we've established what a cult is to us. It's mm. a group of people who are dedicated to their own goals, bound by specific rules, sometimes enchantments, mm-hmm. overseen by a select few. And in this case, MS-13 m- 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 more than qualifies. Absolutely. So shut up. And the body count. <laughs> oh, ah. don't you throw your head back in ecstasy. <laughs> oh, the body count. <laughs> wow, body count. They should record. Let's record that for the live yes, show. That's a good one. Okay, live show's going to be amazing. By the way. Okay, so <laughs> get with ready. That Philip. Yeah. You have been tasked with giving us a little bit of an intro to MS13. I'm going to give you what I call 
And MS-13-101. You're going to give us the soft dick of the situation? Yeah, before you thrust. Yeah. Forward. Let's not get overly sexual. It's a dangerous time we're living in. Yeah, it is. MS-13 mm-hmm. are the world's toughest motherfuckers. <laughs> it's a simple tagline. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, it's a correct one. Succinct yeah. to the point. From our research, I've noticed that they're the toughest motherfuckers. Their hobbies include, Gavin. <laughs> their hobbies include. <laughs> I don't know a lot about gang stuff, <laughs> but I think it breaks down a lot of your hobbies are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if your hobbies all match, you get together. Okay. Like a, like a, like cult. a cult. Like a cult. Drug trafficking, illegal immigration, people smuggling, robbery, larcenary, um, human trafficking, extortion, murder, money laundering, prostitution, racketeering, battery, kidnapping, and arms trafficking. Battery. Battery, battery. <laughs> Um, their enemies, Gavin, <gasps> include mm-hmm. the 18th Street Gang, the Juarez Cartel, Los Negros, Sombra Negra, Tijuana Cartel, Beltran Leva Cartel, the Rascals, the Little Rascals, Bloods, Crips, Prius, Fresno Bulldogs, the Hoover Boys, the Hoover Criminals, and the Latin Kings. I still like Little Rascals, that's very good. <laughs> They're in fact the Tiny Rascal Gang, <laughs> but Little Rascals is funny. I like that there's a gang what in Cobridge. What about the Hoover Boys? The Hoover Boys is also good. Like Keeping it, it clean since 1983. <laughs> the Dyson. The, um, there's, a, there's a little gang on, in Cobridge, apparently, called the Car- the Karen Bro Care Bears. Oh, Which is nice, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but something I heard about for years. Did they do the Care Bear Stare? Yeah, that's it, the Care Bear Stab, they call it. Oh, that's less. Yeah, it's less fun. Isn't it? Less fun. Uh, MS-13 have physically battered their way into our ranks, Gavin, with their cult-like status, rituals, ceremonies, ideals, and a fucking passion for un- unadulterated violence. Oh, God. MS-13, as we said, short for Las Maras Salvatrucha, <laughs> is a gang composed primarily of immigrants or descendants of immigrants from El Salvador. MS-13 has been functioning since at least the 1980s. The name is a combination of several slang terms. Now, depending where you look on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll get different explanations of it. I think this is my favourite one. Okay. All right. The word Mara is the term used in El Salvador for gang. That's fairly locked in across the board. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in agreement with that. The phrase Salvatraca is a combination of the words Salva, which is an abbreviation for Salvadorian, and Traca is a slang term for alert, lookout, or cunning. Oh, nice. Yeah. The 13 in their name refers to the 13th letter of the alphabet, or M. Oh, I thought it was 13 ghosts. The 13 denotes the gang's allegiance to the Mexican mafia, a prison gang. Their motto is kill, rape, and control. And they're notorious, I know, they're notorious for the levels of violence they reach and the crimes they commit. And their strict subcultural moral code based solely on merciless retribution. These guys. Oh. Famed for their physical appearance, MS-13 members are often heavily tattooed, like that Catman from Sky. <laughs> yeah, you know the one? The, the, the Sky Catman, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he is one, but like him. Uh, common markings include MS, Salvatrucca, the Devil's Horns. Yeah. <laughs> the name of their individual clique and our mad symbols. <laughs> Although more recently the gang have started to move away from being blissfully covered in the name of their gang, their name, the names of their loved ones, as as interfering with their like identity when it comes to doing crimes and stuff. Yeah, it makes it harder to identify. Yeah, they've got their names on their faces. Aye. 
members of the gangs, like other gangs, utilise a system of hand gestures for the purposes of identification and communication, most notably the devil's horns. <laughs> often upside down in the shape of an M. <gasps> They stole this from the metal scene, Gavin, home of guitars. Yes. Holy diver. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, to become part of MS-13, a potential initiate must survive one of their brutal joining ceremonies. An extreme beating from other gang members as another counts slowly to 13. Survival means that you're welcomed into the gang as a brother. Dying means that you're welcomed only by the ferryman as he guides you on your final journey upon the river sticks. Get up. <laughs> The 13 seconds is not traditionally measured using the stop clock or, if like me, making a poached egg, Alexa. <laughs> um, so you best hope that the guy timing it verbally mm-hmm. likes you. Yes. MS-13 have since their formation left a trail of destruction that spans continents. Where members are caught, they're deported. When they're deported, they return home to their native countries mm-hmm. and form new chapters of the gang. Ever growing. Yeah. The problem has become so great that entire prisons have been built to house members from just this one collective. Mm-hmm. President Trump himself, Gavin, oh God. declared war upon the gang, promising to finally eradicate them whilst deeming them animals whose enemies die slowly because it's more painful. Their crimes are hideous, extremely violent and merciless in their brutality. But more on that later. There you go, that's my introduction, MS-13. What do you make of it? What do you think of that? you got to think that they like metal. They don't, they are, <laughs> they're, they're enemies of Donald Trump. Yep. They tattoos, are, cool. Metal, tattoos are cool. cool. They're, they're, they, have, they indulge their hobbies, just as we do. Their hobbies are different, though, and their hobbies are pretty shady. After, their nice, after that motto uh, that you're saying, which is, was it Kill, Rape, Control? Yeah, that's the one. I looked up, just simply on Google, nicest motto just to refresh your palate. Yeah. I do this quite a lot when I'm investigating nasty things. I'm just like, tell me something nice, man. Just what one this, thing. This motto. When you can't find the sunshine, mm-hmm. be the sunshine. Oh. Now I stumbled over that a little. Yeah. Um, I didn't pick up. Uh, do you want me to do another one? Yeah. Uh, let's see. These are all really trite. <laughs> be scared and do it anyway. Now, I did stumble over that a little, <laughs> so, well, yeah, but I think yeah. you still get the point. What's this one? <laughs> I'm, going to just go through I'm just going through Pinterest now. Uh-huh. If you stumble, <laughs> make it part of the dance. Now, admittedly, I did stumble over that a little. Okay, well, that's the first part. Now we know the, the rough history. We know a little bit more about Mara Salvatrocha, the world's most dangerous guy. Uh, thank you for that, Phil. Um, now, it's always the same. We talk about our cult stuff. It's a bit of a downer because it's always about, you know, Death, destruction, yeah, crime. Do you want to have a bit of fun? Me personally, yeah. You. <laughs> After that, I would L O V E L O V E love machine some fun. Okay, that's good. It's very uh, musical episode. Ah, do you want to do your fun or shall I do my fun? I'll do my fun real quick. Okay, okay. Are you ready for it? Yep, I'm ready for this. This one is called MS13 or MNS. Right. <laughs> I'm glad you did because mine was going to be MS-13 or something else and uh, I couldn't think of anything to do <laughs> so. I have a series of uh, facts and stats Okay. and you have to tell me if they are associated to the thing that I tell you about MS-13 list Marisol Vatrucka is the toughest gang on the planet mm-hmm. or Marks and Spencer's one of the longest running uh, department stores in the United Kingdom and worldwide as I've learned and now. worldwide yeah. And worldwide. Um, so question one 
Mm-hmm. The, the figure, 25,000. Is that related to the number of people who are members of the Percy Pig Appreciation Society on Facebook or the number of people believed to have been affected by MS-13's LA-based violent attacks? I've got to say it's the Percy Pig thing. It's it? the Percy Pig Appreciation Society. I imagine the MS-13 one's a lot bigger. It is. Yeah. Uh, 13 million, Gavin. Shit. 13 million. Is that number attributed to... Mm-hmm. The monthly estimated value of MS-13's narcotics sales and distribution network mm-hmm. or the number of strawberries the company sells during its peak summer distribution. But when I say the company, I do mean Marks and Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Probably under the St. Michael banner. 13 million strawberries or 13 million... Monthly estimated value of the drug distribution I'm gonna sales network. I'm going to say MS-13 on that one. It's not. It's oh, M&S. I mean, during the peak summer week, so we're talking Wimbledon. I thought that was going to be a lot more slobblies. <laughs> They're really good, big fat ones, though. Ah, oh, I bet. Right. The number is mm-hmm. 50,000. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is this the estimated suspected number of MS-13 members worldwide or the suspected numbers of people in the MS Sparks card scheme? <laughs> <laughs> now, as a Sparks card holder myself yeah, well, that's what I thought you'd be you've got vested interest in yeah, this it's one good, it's good to know that I'd have a, a, a collective <laughs> 50,000 cult- strong <laughs> 50,000 strong uh, I'm going to have to go with Sparks card man. it's not ah! 50,000 people globally suspected to be part of MS-13 what a deadly network <laughs> 3,500 mm-hmm. is it the number of trained lingerie advisors who fit 8 thousand women a day or the number of suspected MS-13 members in the continental United States MS-13 it's not it's ah! trained lingerie specialists lingerie specialists who are working hard every day to make sure that all those ladies out there get something that fits them right makes them feel good you're doing fantastic jobs whoever you are because I have got to say there's nothing worse for posture, for health, and for mental health than an ill-fitting brassiere. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Ding! You want some more? Sure. Excellent. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> 2004. Mm-hmm. Was this the year that the FBI set up the MS-13 National Task Force, tasked solely with eradicating the MS-13 blight from mm-hmm. the scene, or was it the year that M&S made a £2.3 billion tender offer to its stakeholders? <laughs> M&S. It's actually a bit of a... You're going to like this one, Gavin. It's actually true of both. Oh! 2004 is a very exciting <laughs> year for both international task forces and, of course, the stakeholders of the M&S department store. You got me. You got <laughs> me. 300, Gavin. 300. Mm-hmm. That's a Sparta. That's good. Um... Is 300 uh, <laughs> the number of awards the retailer M&S mm-hmm. was given for its cheese in 2007-2008 okay. or is it the number of awards in brackets prison sentences awarded to the MS-13 gang members between June and August 2015 I've got to say MS-13 because the Marks and Spencers do, they do deserve more they may awards. deserve more in your eyes Gavin but that is exactly how many oh, they got Seven two thousand eight cheese year. I'm so angry. Everyone knows cheese year running from March to March. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the. <laughs> the there you go. That was MS thirteen or MS. That was good. You know what? That was a very uh, cerebral one. It was. Wasn't it was good. It made me think. <laughs> yeah. I think I got learnt, got to learn a lot of facts. Yeah, made you think. Made you think. 
Yeah, maybe just like ice rink. Mine is maybe not as not as much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Part two is coming up. We're next. next. <laughs> <laughs> Release me. Release me, please. <laughs> Gavin, I personally, and I think the listeners at home, are ready to find out a little bit more about MS-13. Hopefully including, you know, some good facts and figures that we can take for ourselves to make our cult better. Okay. That's what we're here for, after all. You want me to do that now? If you would. So, Phil, you were nice enough to tell us the history of MS-13, where they've been, how to get in. But truly, we're all left with one big question, aren't we? Now I'll say it with me if you're listening at home, initiates. One, two, three. What, what are the most famous crimes and achievements? Oh. Okay, so I'm here to tell you the truth, and I won't sugarcoat this. It's pretty awful and in no way endorsed by Cult of Geshcast. <laughs> but let me remind you that we are here to plumb the depths of man's inhumanity to man so we can make mankind better. You're welcome. Okay? You got it. MS-13 is notorious for violence and brutality. The gang's motto, as Phil said... Is kill, rape, control. Not, huh. a, good, not a good start. Huh. <laughs> Members don't just do drive-by shootings. Uh, they like to send a more brutal message getting up close and personal with machetes. Ah, oh, machetes. Machetes. Using machetes because they're cheaper and they're more savage than firearms. If you really want to send a message, hack someone up with a machete. Not you. That's what they do. Do you know what? I'll make a note of it. Yeah, write that down. I'll make a note of it. I'm not thrilled. MS-13 glorifies violence above all else, said Assistant US Attorney Julia Martinez. She was involved in a case where a young man, uh, Adoni Aguilar, was lured into a park in Washington, D.C. by MS-13 members, Mm -hmm. stabbed repeatedly with knives and machetes, then decapitated, all over the fact that he owed them $600. Yikes. Now that is nothing to me. $600. No. White Mars, $600. But imagine being decapitated over that sum. It kind of cheapens them a bit as well, doesn't it? A little bit. Aye. I mean, I understand you've got to send a message out. You've got to be tough. Yeah, you've got to be tough. Especially if you're in the world's toughest gang. <sighs> but, like... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. The gang's leadership remains uh, remains mostly hidden, but also extremely controlling, with their word being law. And the really nasty... These are, like, the really nasty, callous bastards, mm-hmm. like you see in the films. It's all drug trafficking, human trafficking, prostitution... Some fucking kiddie stuff will wash over real quick. Ooh. The worst kind of stuff. And one of their major leaders, he was actually caught fairly recently, and he is a fucking scumbag of the highest order. He is worse than Ramon Cota, the baddie from Operation Delta Force 2, portrayed by Billy Drago. <gasps> and if you've seen that film, you'll know, you know he's a bad bastard. A bad bastard. Uh, so along with rival gang Barrio 18, Mara Salvatruca made El Salvador the murder capital of the world. Chivo. Uh, Yep, their homicide rate is 22 times that of the US. And in the first uh, few months of 2016, there was a murder every hour in the country. Crikey. Uh, In 2015, there was over 7,000 murders, and they had the highest homicide rate in the world for a nation that was not at war. Jesus. You know, and I think it's impressive, you know what I mean? But it's like. In a way, it's impressive. Yeah, that's it. It's like Coat Bridge, my hometown. Mm. It's a high murder rate. Investors need to come back. Barrio 18, or the 18th Street Gang, as we talked about earlier, they're their big rivals. They emerged in the late 60s, and their presence grew in Central America uh, as a result of the same deportations that MS-13 took uh, advantage of. Because when people get uh, deported back from America to Central America, they're often sent back with nothing. Yeah. 
So they've got the clothes on their backs. They get back to El Salvador. They don't know anyone. What are they going to do? Someone's like, hey, do you want to join this gang? We're going to give you a place to live. We're going to give you money, a place to belong. Your own machete. Your own damned machete. Uh, but they had a brief truce with this gang, uh, the 18th Street Gang in 2013, and it dissolved after about a year, and it led to the deadliest month in El Salvador's history. And it's like like 30-odd people a day getting killed, ridiculous amounts of death. Yeah. going on between these two warring gangs. Uh, when asked for his opinion in Look In magazine, ex-Misfits singer Glenn Danzig simply said, Mother! Um, but I was thinking about it, like six, like the amount of people who, they were saying here, right, 16 people uh, were getting murdered uh, in a day, in fact, in El Salvador, specifically. And I was like, 16 people? Yeah. I bet you could probably run a small McDonald's franchise with that kind of with stuff. With 16 folk? With 16 folk? Yeah, for so sure. So I looked into it online. Uh-huh. Uh, the McDonald's franchisee page doesn't say specifically what average staff count you need, mm-hmm. but it did say how much you need roughly to get started with a franchise. All right. How much do you think, Phil, you would need to invest or at least have available in assets to begin? It can't be cheap. It's not. Let me tell you right now, it's not. £250,000. You know, you'd have won a watch on that one, Phil. Yeah. Uh, they'd be licking their lips if you had that much. It's £85,000 to get started. Hey, that's not bad. On a McDonald's franchise. Where's the Patreon at? Exactly. This is what I'm thinking <laughs> when I was talking to you earlier about... <laughs> I am with you. Yes. And let me say for the record, I'm on board. Yes. So we'll talk about that later in the show. I think we now have an official cult goal to go towards. <laughs> Generally, you're making ninety-five to two hundred grand a year with a yeah. decent Mickey D's. Fucking right. Just a thought. You never see any closing down. You never see any McDonald's closing down. All the nuggets you can eat. Hell. I'm going to get so fat. Oh, nuggy nug nugs. Um, now, as you said earlier, they have a prison in San Salvador run that's run essentially by MS-13. Yeah, it's their house. Uh, there's no guards in the prison walls. Instead, mm-hmm. it's guarded from the outside by the Salvadorian army, just making sure no one gets out. <laughs> uh, it ended up being in their hands for two reasons. Uh, MS-13 could not be housed with other criminals or gang populations because they would kill them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and inside the prison, it's too dangerous for guards. Cool, so just give them the prison? Just give them the damn prison. Um, they're trying to build a prison. Imagine they played that. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, the prison was built to house about 800 inmates, but as of 2015, it's home to about 2,600. Gosh. Uh, and they have their own it's called a little society. Every inmate's got a role. Uh, they've got a role because they have a baker's. <laughs> They've got bakers, carpenters, nurses, all this stuff, but people are fulfilling their own little society role within the prison. Yeah. How long do you think, Phil, you would last wearing what you're wearing right now, your guar hoodie, (laughs) and you got lowered in on a meat hook by helicopter into the centre of the prison courtyard? Dressed as you are now, how would you look? How would you feel? How How would I feel? And how long would you last? (laughs) I'm not even sure my feet would touch the ground. I don't think I'd survive long in like an escape from New York style prison. Right. And that was all like leather booties and fucking <laughs> well, cars. As at the start of this, before we did this show, we were watching uh, Ross Kemp in Berlini. Yeah, that was good. And when I asked you about how you would last in Berlini, you said you would sl- slit your throat on the bus going in. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'd find the sharpest nail yeah. hanging out the wall and I'd just cut my larynx open and just bleed out slowly. Do you think you can just dig into your wrists with your nails? I'm sure if you're terrified enough. Yeah, I think that's probably where I'd go. Maybe just bite my veins out. <laughs> <laughs> they drop you in. They've already ripped all your teeth out from multiple attempts. I'm trying to bite your veins out. <laughs> he bit his own veins out. 
He somehow <laughs> he ate his own hamstrings. <laughs> <laughs> he bled to death, the poor bastard. I'm sure I watched um, some form of documentary where a guy went into the MS-13 prison mm-hmm. and it, it was as terrifying as you thought it was. Oh, yeah, I bet. I bet it's the I worst I place on it earth. Was. It wasn't Louis Theroux. It wasn't Ross Kemp. It wasn't Ross Kemp. I can't remember who it was. How good is Ross Kemp, though? We were talking about this. Do you know what? Ross Kemp is fucking jacked. A, jacked. B, very, very commanding presence when he's talking to the camera. He is up close to that camera and he's commanding it. He's... I think he did, he took your advice to heart. He's eye-fucking the audience. Listen, like, me and Kempo <laughs> are old pals. <laughs> so we both know what's happened. But yeah, he was, he was all over that. And I like the occasional wry look to camera. Yeah. That was good, though. <laughs> I also like that. Um, so, as you spoke about tattooing, a big part of MS13 culture. Yeah. People are covered in tattoos. Initiates are they love it. covered head to toe, big face skulls like your man from Suicide Squad, Him. names all mm-hmm. over their faces, just tattoos from head to toe. Uh, but they are phasing that out to make it harder for people to identify them. Uh, it's one of those things like they've initially stopped because they didn't want to be identified by the police. But now it's been seen in the gang as a, as a cultural landmark. Yeah. where they are now past all that. Yeah, they're trying to they've make themselves past it. Yeah, they're trying. It's like that Scarface bullshit where they're trying to disassociate themselves from the violence by saying it's about business. Yeah, this is all business, and we're legitimate businessmen. And you're like, no, you're fucking scumbags, every single one. Of you. Hell, you're scumbags, but you're scary. So please stay. Yeah, so please stay over there, and you know, I'm sorry if you're offended by that. Yeah. <laughs> please, God knows, don't drop me in a prison for you. Um, I looked into uh, famous members. Good. Uh, I had a wee game plan for this and everything, but to be fair, it's ambitious to try and do a section on famous people who are also in the world's most dangerous gang. <laughs> They're not necessarily showing up to gang meetings and things. Mm. Um, I was going to give you the name of famous people, and you'd have to tell me if they were MS-13 or Mrs. Unseen at gang meetings. <laughs> but I couldn't, but I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't find any real yeah. like meaty celebrities. I wasn't like, did you know Mel Gibson was in... Ah, that's why he's such a bastard. That's why he's such a bad guy when it comes to like Jewish folk and that. Yeah, it turns out he's a prick because he was in MS13 mm. for so long. But that is MS13, a roughy tufty bunch. Oh, pretty unforgiving. Thousands. I think we're going to struggle to find something that we can take from these guys. I mean, that's what it's all about when it comes to this cult, Gavin. We've got yeah. a deep dive into the shite mm-hmm. and then come, come out with flying the bi- out. Big bit of corn on our hand. <laughs> Holding a big crystalline corn. <laughs> Above our head, and then shove it into the book. Like we don't have plans. their numbers. Like in terms in in no, Central America, they have like I think it's like seventy thousand members. It's they said. have a lot. Um, and that's a cult on the grow. Like they're not stopping. No, despite these task forces, despite Trump, all that stuff. Like MS thirteen are growing. Yeah, and you and know spreading in the kind of like suburban United yeah. States as well. Mm-hmm. They're getting right in about the kind of middle America. Yeah. Because it's it's ripe, easy pickings. There are a few bad, worse stories than what we've talked about. There's a lot of and really grim. There's a lot. Stuff. I mean, we saw literally on when we were watching something there, something that made us so fucking bummed out. I'm just like, can I talk? T- turn about, this can off. I watch this while we're about to try and make wry laughter at them. Exactly. So um, again, you see, if you're want more detail, plenty on the internet. Plenty on, and you know what? There's more information on our Patreon exclusive podcast where we talk about the slightly dirtier side. Of <laughs> as well as maybe some maybe some more fun stuff. Hopefully to maybe, lighten the load. Oh God, maybe some more fun stuff. Oh God. <laughs> okay. With that being said, Phil, mm-hmm. this is the point of the show where we'd usually phone somebody, but we're not going to do that because we're bored of the concept. Yeah. So, oh my God, I've just got a notification. My Amazon HDMI five port switcher has been dispatched. 
Is that got a remote control attached to it? You better fucking believe it does. Oh, nice, man. I was looking at one myself. Might be sharing some info with you later. Blah, blah, blah. Um, okay, so at this point, Phil, we've, we've seen all the stuff that we like in the cult. Yep. Let's take five to ten hours. We're going to go away, decide all the pros and cons, come oh. back and decide what we're going to incorporate into the cult. Welcome to the consultation zone. Consultation over. We're done. Um, before we get into the pros and consies that we have derived mm-hmm. from the latest knowledge fest, um, do you want to have some fun? Yeah, sure, sure. I'll have a, l- a quick bit of fun. I love to laugh. Tickle me. <laughs> hey, tickle me, it's fun. Tickle me, it's a lot of fun, please. This section is called the initiation station, <laughs> in which <laughs> I'm going to take you on another stopwatch thrill ride. <laughs> yeah. Got 15 seconds yeah. to bar you. Gonna make you come. <laughs> in, thir- in MS 13 initiations, you've got to withstand a horrendous onslaught from gang members lasting 13 seconds. Yes. Now, we can't do that to our initiates because we're nice. No. Or even each other. There's only one way I'd let you beat me off, Phil, and that's with your warm, lubed up hand around my genital cluster. <laughs> but it got me thinking 13 seconds is a long time to endure anything. Even a beating session? But at the same time, surely. You can withstand anything for 13 seconds. Okay. Except maybe being engulfed in flames or massive, <laughs> massive blood loss. Yeah. But what, So what can I test you with for 13 seconds? I've got two tests. Right. For 13 seconds, okay? Uh-huh. I'm going to put the stopwatch on. Uh-huh. I'm going to say what it is and I'm going to do the stopwatch. <laughs> okay. I don't know how I know that's Sam, but yeah, go ahead. Number one. Can you not yawn for 13 seconds? Oh, my daddy. No yawning? No yawning, but you nearly had me. Ah, I nearly went over the tipping point. I think it was maybe a 30 seconder, you know? That would have been a 30 seconder. Okay, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to see if I can get you to laugh. And you've got 13 seconds and you can't laugh or smile. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me... Centre yourself me first. myself, man. Now, I'm going to... I'm going to a very simple set-up jokes I got from cornyjokes.net. <laughs> right. And I'm just going to ask a question. You simply say, what? I and I'll give you the... <laughs> you do what? Start again? I'm just going to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Set up to a joke. Mm-hmm. You simply say, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't say this is going to go, but... Right. Uh, uh, I'm going to speak rapid fire, so be ready. Right. What do you call a fish with no eye? What? Fish. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and we're done. If that was our initiation, you'd be out. Yeah, I'd be out. Can I have a couple more? Sure. <laughs> okay, let's. How does... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> okay. How does the moon cut his hair? What? <laughs> Eclipse it. <laughs> Keep it together. I think there's no way to Okay. There's a few shiters in here, you know. What does a sweet potato wear to bed? What? His pyjamas. <laughs> Where'd you find these? Are they good, aren't they? 
What do you what do you what do you call the opposite of a hot pepper? What? A little chili. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> as a grim finale, let's see if you can right. Turn my eyelid inside out. <laughs> no, he turned his eyelid inside out. Like one of those tricks. Right, go hit me. What do you call a dog that does magic tricks? <laughs> <laughs> the answer was a Labrador. <laughs> That's not fair. If I was getting initiated with shy joke, <laughs> that wouldn't be fair. I'd say, I'd say to the guy, "You're kryptonite." <laughs> That's my kryptonite. I'd say to the guy, "I'd say to the guy, look, stop that." <laughs> In my El Salvadorian prison. Would you think you're more likely to, like, if you really wanted to join oh. MS13 and they were like, that, you can either not laugh for 13 seconds with these shite jokes uh-huh. or take a beating? Take the beating. I'd be more likely again through the beating. <laughs> well, that's one. good. That was a nice bit of fun. It was. It was good fun. It was good. They were very funny. Shite, shite jokes. I really are do nice. like a shite joke. <laughs> it's <laughs> weird. It's just your face before you deliver on the line is enough to just be like, this, this is a real stinker. Are you ready? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Consultation yeah. zone has been done. It's time to look at our pros and <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's time to look at our pros Sorry, and cons. <laughs> time to look at our pros and cons in the consultation zone. Okay. Now, Phil, I'm gonna ask you for a, a pro from Marisalva Truca yeah. that we may use as a yeah. as a as a rule or an idea that goes into our cult. Yes. What is the first pro? Tattoos. Oh. Tattoos are cool. They make you look badass. That's true. They make you look strong. That's right. There's, you have a matching tattoo with someone that you love. It increases your bond. Now, you have a few tattoos, don't you? I have a few tattoos. Why don't you run us through them if that's not too personal? Some of them are too personal to know. <laughs> um, I have a tattoo of a fish. Nice tattoo of a fish. A nice tattoo of a fish. And I have some love hearts. Oh, that's really nice. Above my dick. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't like the placement. Yeah, but the the sentiment the is sentiment spot is on. Nice. Sentiment is spot on, and they're matching. Yeah, I don't have any tattoos. Yeah, yeah. I did see one uh, when I was looking up Mara Salvatrico that was just across your top lip. It said "Trust no bitch," and that was that interested you. I might not use that wording, but certainly having like a sentence on your on your upper lip. <laughs> a sentence on your. Do you know I'm reading um, Diamonds Are Forever? Yes, currently I do. I was there when you bought it. Uh, so you were. Uh, and there's a, a bit of the storyline about it is about Bond going to a, a horse race. Diamonds are forever. They are all I need to please me. They can stimulate to tease me. They won't leave in the night. I've no fear that they might desert me. Shit. Bond knows all about it though, he's fine. <laughs> he's on, he's on Felix Leiders told him all about it. <laughs> this is the thing though, you're not just learning about how to live a better life through Cult Cast, how to be how to have good shoes, how to get money, how to get influence, how to be inclusive. Bam, bam, bam. All this stuff. You're learning all that, but you're also learning about how to rig horse races. And Bond. And of course, blah 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 bloody bond. Sorry, I did stumble over that a little. Don't worry, I didn't even notice. 
Um, Give me a con, please. It's just the fact that they're bad bastards, isn't it? Do you know what this happens to rear its ugly head <laughs> every single week show? Week in, week out, but they are unavoidable cunts. They are. They're into sex trafficking. Larcenery. Drugs. Robbery. Wobbly. <laughs> Murder. Yeah, we won't be doing any of that in Cult of Geshkins. No, get it out of your head. We're not murdering anyone. Would you shut up about it? That's all we hear about. <gasps> Phil, why don't you give me another pro? Do you know what? We had to split up some of these pros because they, they may do this, but mm-hmm. they kind of are doing it wrong for our perspective. The, I, the heart's in the right place. Yeah, but yeah. what I do like is the initiation ceremony. Yes, even though the fact that it is a horrible beating, or if you're a woman, much worse, they the, I, the initiation brings people together. Exactly. It's a, it's a hurdle. It's a, it's a, a, a benchmark that one must cross yep. to show a certain amount of... Um, willingness to join and be part of that collective. Mm-hmm. Now, we have an initiation process which is give us a pound on Patreon. Give us one pound. Well, give us one dollar, the price of a fucking Kit Kat. Barely. And um, that seems to be enough for an initiation process right now. Yeah. But let me just say, Phil, Cult of Geshcast Live, coming hmm. in early 2018, the initiation process of the live show is going to be much different. It's going to be extremely real. All I'm going to say is cling on pain sticks. That's all I'm going to say. Takuvma ain't shit. <laughs> Don't you ever say that about Takuvma, man. <laughs> It'll be forever in my heart. Love you, Takuvma. Phil, why don't you give us a, a con? A con? This is, this is another crossing the border con. Mm-hmm. Again, they're doing it wrong. Crossing the Rubicon. Maybe, we could maybe do something with this. Yeah, okay. It's a motto. A motto. A motto. I mean, MS-13, motto. Is kill rape control. K- kill... Again, like... Can't dial it back a bit, guys. Go off the gas. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we could we could do something with a motto. We, could, we don't have a motto in Cult of Geshkast no. yet. Um, so I think it's important that we do. Yes. We can take that con, turn it into a pro. How about that? We just bloody did it. We just nailed it to the wall. Now, we need a bit of time to think about... Now, that may not be the thing we're picking. We're going to just add that in anyway because we feel like it. I like that's like a supplementary addition. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so by next episode, we'll have a motto. Check it out on Twitter. We'll probably put it up there. Uh-huh. If we can be bothered. We'll put it up on Twitter later on. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you're going to find out that motto immediately. Yes, our Patreon show will have our new motto. Uh, uh. And then you can get that tattoo in your body. Hell. Okay. So out, of these, so out of the pros that we have, we have tattoos and initiation process, essentially. Yeah. Are you willing to get a tattoo for Cult of Gesh Castville? Are other people willing? To that's get, yeah. That's yeah. That, sorry. That was the wrong question. Are other people you willing? You can never to, doubt my yeah respect and, and I mean involvement. In we the, do have trouble getting one dollar out of some people, so maybe getting some a lifetime. Are even willing to pay the price of barely a Kit Kat? At barely a Kit Kat. I did uh, DM direct message uh-huh. uh, for tech fans, T- Kit Kat themselves. Yeah, the Kit Kat uh, Twitter account with simply the words, hey, Kit Kat, to try and get their attention, mm-hmm. and I got no response. This is like Hulk Hogan and the ghost all over like, again. Hulk Hogan will not tell me if he's seen a ghost, and it vexes me. That's because he's seen a lot of ghosts. <laughs> I bet. He's seen a lot of shit in his time. Probably created a lot of ghosts. <laughs> the ghost of his marriage. With that fucking leg drop of his. <laughs> <laughs> Bouncing leg drop. I think we've got to go for an initiation ceremony. Me too. I think it's important that we have a solid initiation programme for live events. Yep. And also, if someone perhaps wants to move up in the cult, we need yes. something to prove themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, who knows what the different levels of the cult might be. 
we haven't got a levelling system in place right now. No, we need to find some gang that has a levelling system and <laughs> yeah. do them and then take that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but imagine just peppering everyone's arse with sticks. That would be really nice. Uh-huh. Rubbing some cayenne pepper into their nostrils. Hell. Hey, if you can stand it, mm-hmm. you can stand with us. The splash of yoghurt and leather. <laughs> <laughs> the playful splash. <laughs> okay, in that case, initiation process. That's it, lock Coming in. to a cinema near you. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, man. Initiation process, man. Get fucking down and dirty. Yeah, we'll do ours in front of each other. Yeah, for sure. We'll just do it privately. Yeah, but everyone else has to do it publicly. At the live show, we'll be definitely making sure that everyone who's there has to go through the initiation process. Provided they've paid not only their entry at the live show, but also they are an eye. And that they're fine with kissing on the lips. Kissing on the legs. Legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're abusing your power. <laughs> not a sexual kiss, a playful kiss. Just a playful kiss. On the leg. <laughs> oh, God. I'm cutting this out. <laughs> on the leg. Okay, so this moves us on. Now that we know what we're taking in for the uh, for our cult, Yes, it's time to check in our new section that we like to call Cult Status, which is a section that we forgot about from a few episodes ago. That's right, so we did. So let's do two weeks' worth of Cult Status real quick. Okay, okay. so last time um, we did Om Shinrikyo. Yep. Uh, our current best cult and our favourite cult is Heaven's Gate. Yeah, they're t- it's tough at the top, but they're just holding on there. Yeah. Do you think? Do you prefer Om Shinrikyo to Heaven's Gate? No, I didn't like them. Yeah, me either. I Heaven's Gate, despite what they did, uh-huh. it was just in their own little group. Yes. and It was an inward act of violence. Yeah. And the people that were there may have been brainwashed, but, you know, they had nice shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were they, the lovely, lovely <laughs> the, shoes. A knowledge of IT. Yeah, and a knowledge of <laughs> IT. So, yeah, for that, I say that Heaven's Gate stays atop for that. Next up, Osmara Sawatroka, the world's most dangerous gang. Do you prefer them to Heaven's Gate? <laughs> I gotta say no. <laughs> yeah, Heaven's Gate have kind of got a warm place in my heart. Yeah, I think as time has gone on, I've come to really have a, a real soft spot for yeah. them. Like, almost feel sorry for them. <laughs> the, the What was the name of the leader again? Doe. Doe, yeah. It's this Mel Brooks-esque kind of yeah. playful rubber face. Yeah, I'd love to go out and the soft, squeeze. warm glow of American VHS tape. <laughs> that yellowy sort oh. of... Yeah, so I guess... I think it is still Heaven's Gate. Yep, Heaven's Gate remains our top cult, the cult to beat. Uh, I think as well, if we're talking about a kind of blueprint or prototype for what we're planning to do here, mm -hmm. if we are going to kill anyone, it will be ourselves. Oh, oh, fucking absolutely. That's been (laughs) on the cards for a long time. Uh, Okay, and with that... With that... We close the door on another sode. I close my eyes... So the next episode, uh, we don't know what the next episode is going to be about necessarily, but are we thrilling. We are pushing the, the uh, to a, a more regular schedule. Yeah, we're going to we put a bit before. more effort. And Christmas is coming up, so you know we're going to have a Christmas special. Oh, that's something we should probably mention. Well, that's something we should probably that's something mention. we should mention. Yeah, we're going to have an option for y'all. Yeah, we're going to have a playful game. A playful game, something that you can get involved with and let us know what you want to see. In the run-up to Christmas. Yeah, we're going to put up two topics. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to vote on those topics. Mm-hmm. Um, Patreon members will be able to vote first. <laughs> sure. Who knows if that's a thing we can do. Um, and then, yeah, the winner will be selected out of the choice of the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that a lot. Um, okay, so, yeah, we'll have two options. We're going to put them out there. Um, I think we know what they're going to be, but we'll, make, we'll, we'll solidify that and we'll get it out on Twitter. Solidify it. Get it out through the Patreon first, 
and yeah. then out into the wider world. How about this? Just to make an extra step of convolution. Yeah. We put them both out at the same time, uh-huh. but we put them out, one on the Patreon, one on Twitter. Uh-huh. The Patreon ones are worth double points, baby. Oh, double points, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess with that, it just lead, you know, all we have to do is say thanks very much for listening. Hey, Phil. Yeah? Tickle me. It's a lot of it's fun. It's a lot of damned fun. <laughs> I'm just adding loads more words. <laughs> it's a lot of damned fun. Um, is there anything else we need to tell them? Uh, get in touch with us on Twitter. Yeah, Patreon is? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Cult of Geshcast. It's simple to sign up, and it is the price of less than a Kit Kat per month. Price of less than a damned Kit Kat per month. Come on. Come on. That's fuck all. No. And thank you very much to the people who have put their money towards Cult of Geshcast, who went from PI to I in a big way. Uh-huh. And uh, right now we're sitting at nearly 50 members. Phil, you promised last episode to cut yeah. off a finger if we got to 50 people. So mm-hmm. you'll be doing that live on the internet as soon as that person puts yeah, in there. Yeah, I'm going to do it in kind of a Russian prison-style setting. Yes. Uh, and then I'm going to eat it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone nuts, folks. <laughs> I heard you were going to cut it off by sellotaping a razor blade to a toilet seat <laughs> and just <laughs> closing it. Clatter down yeah. from my finger. Yep, that's what I heard. What's good for the knob? <laughs> um, okay. So I'd take, good to take a gander at that knob. <laughs> okay, anyway, thanks very much for listening, everyone. Check Cult. out everything. Cult of... Cult of Gash Kaz. <laughs> no, this is good. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Yo, Ra, Jarum, Bran, and G. Yo, Yo!